Welcome to the Reinvent Your World broadcast. My name is Donna Woolham and I'm your host. My goal is for every woman to know that God loves you and He's for you. And no matter where you are today, you can start right now and create an incredible new life. Let's get started into the show, okay? Hello, and welcome to the Reinvent Your World broadcast. Our mission here is always to help you live a more powerful life and encourage you to know that no matter what you've gone through, it's not the end. And in fact, the power of transformation is often written in your story. I want to introduce today a precious woman that I had the privilege of working with for a while. Her name is Kyla Dietrich. And she loves to be known, first and foremost, as a follower of Christ. She's a mom and a wife. And she's married to Jason, been married for 19 years. And she has three teenagers, Kyson, Colt, and Kerrigan. And she loves to share her love for them and what's going on in their world. She loves to watch them play sports. And she is a realtor. And if you've been following anything in the real estate market these days, you know that that is a busy, busy life. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kyla. Thank you, Donna. Thank you for having me. One of the things that I love to be able to share with people is an everyday kind of life. So if you would just tell us, just on a basic morning, what does life look like for you? I would say busy, busy, busy. Uh, (laughs) Parents constantly just ask, how do you keep up? Um, But I love it, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I am up every morning, no later than 6 o'clock. Our daughter has to be um, at volleyball practice by 6.30. Wow. And then I will come back home, make sure my boys, they're both driving, but uh, don't always wake up. Uh, Make sure they're up and running, everyone is fed and out the door and then I began my day as a realtor um, which as you know right now is non-stop I'm either on the phone on the computer in my car or all of the above uh, at once until about 3 30 or 4 when I pick my daughter up and then I will finish up work stuff once I have her and depending on the day we're almost always headed to either volleyball game or a football game or something sport related Uh, with three teens we are busy nonstop Um, (laughs) then I'm uh, back in bed and done by 10 o'clock we don't normally get dinner till 8 or 9 or later and then we get up and start all over again wow 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 that is a busy life busy life Uh, and there's no such thing as (laughs) (laughs) so there's not like mommy time or rest time or <laughs> any of that. It's just all time that's used in living life to the fullest, it sounds like. Absolutely. So, I feel like my time with my kids is fleeting. I don't want to miss one single second. Oh, I love that. I love that. And you're absolutely right. Well, you know, Kyla, part of sure. our mission here is to help women who have gone through some sort of life-changing situation. And that can be any kind of life-changing situation. Sometimes it's it's a great event that redefines us, or sometimes it's a it's a heartbreaking, heartrending event. 
I would love it if you would just tell us in your own words and describe to us a time when you faced a life-changing situation or circumstance that changed everything for you. Okay. Um, I've had a couple, and so I debated which which way I wanted to go here. Uh, I think one of the biggest blessings of my life was a huge change for me last uh, June, June of 2020. We're in the middle of the pandemic, and I just had been praying nonstop that God would just use me. Just kind of felt like I was at a place in my life where I wanted more. I I didn't know what that looked like, um, but was just tired of just feeling stagnant and maybe useless. Um, So I actually had the opportunity and did donate a kidney um, last June to a woman that I hardly knew at all, uh, which made it that much more exciting. And I'd love to tell you all about that. Um, That was probably the coolest thing I've ever done aside from my three kiddos. Wow. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Okay. Um, I was one evening just laying in bed trying to get sleepy and scrolling Facebook. And this woman who is a member of the Riesel community as well, her youngest daughter is a year older than my oldest child. So, of course, I would run into her at events. I knew who she was. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say she was a friend. I didn't know her that well. I didn't even have her phone number or anything like that. Uh, But she had made a post that she was in dire need of a kidney and and that all efforts had been exhausted amongst her family. No one was a match. And that basically she would be going on dialysis soon if she didn't find a kidney. And for maybe the first time in my life, I just felt an audible tap on the shoulder from God just saying, this is you. I want you to do this. Wow. And so she posted a link with her um, comment that we could go in and just do like an initial, basically, view, um, just your demographics and whatnot. And so I did that. And then the next day they called and we did an interview. Um, one thing that happened to me, which was the other story I, I debated telling in 2012, I <laughs> really funky tumor and I had um, three ribs and half of my sternum removed wasn't a fun time at all but a ton of blessings came from that but my point is I was afraid that I was going to be completely excluded from donating because of that tumor because it was a you know they, they debated is it cancerous is it not which way do we go and so I really kind of felt like that would probably weed me out initially Uh, But it didn't. And so my prayer the whole way through the entire process was, God, if you want me to do this, if you're going to let me do this, there won't be any roadblocks. And if I'm not supposed to do it, you know, there will be a roadblock and I'll be at peace with that. Uh, I got to a point in the process that I think I would have been incredibly depressed and upset had I not been able to follow through. Um, so I just, one step at a time, we got further and further further in the process. Um, I was a blood match and then I had to go, uh, we did everything in San Antonio. So I was taking trips to and from San Antonio, front testing, had to do a CAT scan, 
where they check the anatomy of the kidney and make sure that you know veins are long enough, uh, make sure I can you know, be healthy on only one kidney, um, just so on and so forth. And so the whole process is probably four months. And then in June, we were able to schedule surgery and uh, move forward with it. Mm. So it was quite uh, anticlimactic as far as the surgery itself. <laughs> I told and prepared it was going to be horrible, and sometimes it's harder on the owner and all these awful things. Um, I was in the hospital for 19 hours. Um, I was literally, I had a closing, a real estate closing four days later, uh, walking and rolling. <laughs> they went through my C-section scar. So I was cut from hip to hip, but felt amazing. And quite frankly, I think it was just a spiritual high uh, knowing I had saved her life. When we uh, went into three, they took Rebecca back first. She was actually in surgery for two hours before they took me back. And I learned at that time that I had actually removed both of her kidneys. And so at that point, I had a little come to Jesus with Jesus and said, this has to work. Like, this is our only hope at this point. Wow. And I'm proud to say wow. that this little kidney was making urine in her body within 10 minutes. Wow. And so... Her surgeon and mine both told us the next morning that it was the most seamless kidney transplant they had ever seen. Um, We nicknamed her Lizzie. We called the kidney Lizzie. So when I see Rebecca in town, I always pat her and say, hey, talk to see how is she? Um, But it's such a blessing, like just to see her walking around healthy. She was on 12 medications. Now she's on one. Um, just to see her baby, her kiddos, uh, I call them babies, but they're grown now. Her oldest is expecting um, a baby in a few months, so Rebecca will get to celebrate her first grandbaby. All of those things um, are the biggest blessing ever, just to get a front row to be a part of that. It was um, it truly is a blessing. I, I wish I had 10 million kidneys and could do that over and over and over again. Um, one one thing that is kind of comical, if you don't know me, is that I told no one throughout the entire process, including my husband and children, until about three months in when I knew for certain I was a match. Uh, I didn't even tell my parents, because which I'm really close to. I just didn't want anyone chirping in my ear. Um, you know, as people who love me, I didn't want to hear anything about is that going to be over you is that safe will that keep you healthy I just knew that if God would allow me to do it that it's what I was supposed to do period and so uh, one night talking to my husband I said hey do you know Rebecca he said yes and he said is that the lady that needs a kidney and I said yes and I said did you hear she found a match and he looked at me and he said let me guess, you're giving her one of yours. <laughs> and I said, yes, we actually have surgery in two weeks. And he said, oh, my gosh, Catla. Um, but he was amazing and wonderful. Um, when I told my kids, my daughter, who was 12 at the time, said, Mom, 
Do you think that maybe God gave everyone two knees just to see who would share? And I said, yes, I do. Let's go with that. <laughs> wow. Um, so wow. I will tell you, though, that, um, you know, almost a year and a half later, uh, there are very, very few um, side effects from that, like simple, crazy, useless side effects. I can't, I can no longer take uh, ibuprofen. It has to be Tylenol just because that's hard on the kidneys. Uh, and that's it. That is it. I feel amazing and wonderful. My scars are my uh, war wounds and stories to tell. Um, so if anything through this podcast, I would just love to get the word out about living donation. If you're even almost considering it, just do it. If you're not supposed to, it won't happen. And if you are, it will. I would just love that. Love it so much. Love it, love it, love it. So one of the things I'd like mm -hmm. to know, because this is a major life for you and I love that you said that there was just like this tap on your shoulder that you for the first time ever but what would you say that and because this is a big thing for you your family for her family for all around what would you say was the biggest surprise about yourself during all of this well I have typically analysis paralysis uh, I can overthink anything and everything and, and I can one of my biggest faults is that I can worry over the most ridiculous things and stress over things that are probably never going to happen if I don't know what to worry about I'm worried because I'm forgetting something I should worry about um, and the biggest surprise in all of this I never once for half a second doubted my decision I and I never another little fun fact I I'm deathly afraid of needles. I have shots, but I hate IVs. And so any type of surgery just makes me nervous, right? But I wasn't even concerned in the least through that entire process. Um, just so at peace. Um, even my husband made a comment like, this is not normally how you react um, with anything. And it, it was so true. So that was the most surprising thing. That was all Jesus, 100% peace and comfort that, I was right where I was supposed to be. Wow. There's just like, it, I just sense that there was this incredible grace on you from beginning to end to be able to walk this path. And I love that you said that if it's meant for you to do, you'll be able to do it. If it's not, you won't, but to investigate that. I love that. I love that. So there are probably some people who are in a situation either they're needing a kidney or an organ of some sort but more particularly people who have thought about doing something like this maybe making I mean this is a big life sacrifice around what you're doing what would you what advice would you give someone that's thinking about something like this the first thing I would say is pray Truly, as uh, elementary as that may sound, just pray about it. Um, because if you're debating back and forth, maybe it's not the right step. Um, 
just because this has to be thing that you do that's between you and Jesus alone. You can't go into it with any expectations. Uh, one thing about Rebecca and I, it's not like we had this really close friendship and uh, there would ever be any expectations there. If I never talked to Rebecca again after the fact, that was okay because I never talked to her now. Um, but now we do. Of course, we are friends, and that has all been wonderful. But my biggest thing would be to pray. My second thing would be, granted, do your research. I didn't. Um, again, I had so much peace. I wasn't worried about any of what any of the statistics say. But if you have concerns, do your research. Um, but my other thing would just be confide in as few people as possible. Because with anything in life, if you ask enough people, you'll eventually hear opinions on both sides of the spectrum. And so I would just, my biggest thing, I guess, would be drown out all the voices here on earth and just listen to what God wants you to do. I love that. And you said that earlier about the chirping voices in your ear and how you had to protect yourself. So, so drown out all the voices here on earth and listen to the Father. I love that. And, well, here's one thing I related it to. Um, you know, back in the day, we on a telephone, we had call waiting. And if I got a call and my phone beeped, you didn't hear it. And that's because it wasn't your calling. And so that's what I tell people all the time. You may think I'm crazy, but it's my calling. It's not yours. Wow. So I had to make a decision for me and me alone. In fact, I even had a friend tell me that she thought I was so incredibly selfish because my kids might need a kidney one day or it wasn't fair for me to do it at such an early age. And my response was, these are all God's kidneys. He will put them where he wants them and arrange them like he needs them. And to this day, I have every single confidence that in the event myself or my children ever needed a kidney, God will provide that too. Mm. Yes, ma'am. I love that. I love that. You said so many powerful things there. So many powerful things. Wow. Uh, that The call waiting, that is an incredible picture, Kyla. I've never seen that or heard that before. And I, I love how that is. It's not your call. If you don't hear it, it's not your call. Wow. Wow. And the courage to be able to tell people that you love that this is not their decision and that God is still going to take care of whatever comes along. That, that's powerful. And I hope that the people who are listening can understand that those voices, people aren't trying to be mean to you. They love you and they're scared for you, but they're not fulfilling what you're fulfilling. And that's a, that is a powerful, powerful lesson that all of us can take away. In the midst of all of this, what did you learn about God and, and what did you learn about Jesus and your relationship with him that you hadn't known before and now is really important in your day-to-day life? Uh, so one thing, I guess, uh, that I can say is that I felt like I was in a really good place 
spiritually and in my relationship with Christ. Um, so that helped, but my prayer had been that he used me. And I just felt like I kept hearing that if you're, when your heart is ready, I will use you. So be careful what you pray for, right? Because <laughs> um, he, will, he will definitely do that. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I guess one thing I learned is that God still uses us to you get in the Bible and see a million different stories of a million different people with a million different issues, and he uses all of them if he's still in the miracle-making business today. And I guess it took me being uh, on the front row, getting to watch it happen and getting to be a part of that, uh, to just recognize that he is still working and he is still moving. Sometimes we're just not still enough or quiet enough to hear it. Wow. Mm, that's so true. I love that. That he's still in the miracle making business and that he uses us, just ordinary people. So beautiful and powerful. And so as we kind of turn toward the end of our conversation today, Kyla, is there anything that you would like to say that maybe we haven't talked about and that you would like to share? I guess I, I just want to reiterate, you know, in another way what I just said. You know, maybe your calling isn't donating a kidney. Um, maybe your calling is... Like, I have a friend who just, actually two friends, who just completed a surrogacy pregnancy. Wow. Uh, but maybe your calling isn't anything major at all. Maybe it's as simple as taking some meal or offering to pray with them. Just little stuff. Uh, I just want to reiterate that God can use every single one of us. As long as there is breath in your lungs, there's a reason you're here. And you just have have to be willing to sit tight and listen. And when you feel that nudge, I do firmly believe that's God talking to you. Don't ignore that. I think we're only hurting ourselves if we waste an opportunity to bless others. Um, I just, I constantly think of the Matthew West song, Do Something, you know, asking God, why do you allow this, this, and this? And God said, because I created you. You know, get out there and go do it. I, I've gotten really good at just ignoring my own sorrow and worry and fear and whatever. Anytime I want to lay down in my valley and just pity party, I use that as an opportunity to just get up and go do for someone else. That blesses me more than anything. And I would just encourage people that if you're struggling with depression, uh, whatever the case may be, um, just kind of change your glasses and change your perspective. Um, I've told people, and I'm not afraid to say today, that our marriage was not in a good place during all of this. Uh, and it just gave us the opportunity to just witness to others and grow together. I joke around that uh, marriage should be as easy as donating me. <laughs> um, so, 
Yes, it's not always easy and wonderful. So I don't at all want to portray that I have life completely figured out. Uh, I don't. I have a lot of issues and problems of my own, but I chose to just bless someone else instead of focusing on all that didn't feel right in my own life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, so good. I I think that's an incredible book title, actually, that maybe you and your husband could write a book on marriage. Marriage should be as easy as donating a kidney. I think that's just so clever. Oh, yeah, that would have to be a series. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, wow. Kyla, thank you. Thank you, thank you for sharing your story and your insights today. This is so powerful and so beautiful. Um, just that listening to the voice of the Spirit, listening to how the Lord wanted to use you, so beautiful, such a beautiful and unique story. But I, I'm sure that there's others that are out there today wondering how they can also be able to give and to serve and you've just shown us the best way is just to listen to the voice of Christ as he speaks to us. I know that people will want to reach out to you. Kyla, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you and learn more about you? I am so easy. Um, Become a realtor in Waco. My number is anywhere um, (laughs) on a couple of billboards, signs. It's easy to Google my name and I'll pop up. Um, But my cell phone number is 2479-6069. It is with me at all times. If I can't be reached via phone call, I'm a big texter as well. Uh, Email, Facebook. I'm out there. I'm not hiding from anyone. So would love to connect with anyone who has any questions. Thank you. Thank you very much for today, Kyla. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Donna. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really hope that something that you heard helped you to be encouraged and inspired. And in fact, if it has, would you do me a favor? Would you please just share this with a friend of yours? And join me over on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Well, you know, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. But be sure and go to the website DonnaWollum.com and grab the free resources that we have for you. Thanks again and have a wonderful living at my best day.